mastering your emotions so you can be a safe space for the feminine mm, is yes. actually to me the art of masculinity so i would think it means two things to me one it's always like in the eye of the beholder so realize that it's okay to have a different view than somebody else two it's always being created and recreated uh i i think it means an openness to growth an openness to learning an openness to looking at what is masculinity in me and having curiosity about what parts are serving me and what parts maybe aren't serving me so well anymore. And so the art of masculinity is truly that. If you can master being a lion and a lamb, you've mastered masculinity. The art of masculinity to me means knowing how to gracefully dance between both the feminine flow and the structure of the masculine. This is The Art of Masculinity with your host, Johnny Elsasser. All right, everyone, welcome back to The Art of Masculinity. Today, I wanted to talk about something that is very impactful, I think, for everyone out there. And I find that obviously women do this a lot more than guys. And it's regarding like morning routines. Um, I think they're incredibly powerful. I notice a huge difference when I do not do my morning routine um, in my day, but not just in my day. I notice a huge difference in the things that I receive within my day. And so making morning routines a priority is something that I talk about quite often in my coaching but I don't necessarily talk about it a lot on here um, with the podcast, and I'm not sure that we've actually dove into this. So what I'm going to do today is just talk a little bit about the importance of our morning routines, especially as men, and what my morning routine looks like, because I think that that's very powerful for people to get a vision of what it means to have a morning routine. And it's not just like, oh, I, I sit down and meditate. There's little pieces to the morning routine that people either overlook or don't mention, but they are part of the morning routine. They create the habits that then prime our minds to have a certain trajectory during the day. And so when we can really lean into what our morning routine looks like and it becomes a non-negotiable. So typically we would want to wake up at the same time every day, regardless of, you know, weekends and weekdays. But I do understand, especially for my nine to fivers out there, that weekends become times where you guys give yourself a little bit of grace. And I'm all about that too. You know, you can do that and still incredibly be successful and be, um, and have a lot of motivation and power through your day with a, a lot of strength and a lot of creativity. So I'm not knocking it fully. I personally do not like to do that. I like to give myself every day the same day is when I is is how I get up. And I know a lot of people that do similar things. But my biggest my biggest thing for this is that as long as regardless of when you wake up, the morning routine doesn't change, I would be okay with it. Which means that if, for instance, you wake up at five every morning like I do, and then on the weekend you chose to wake up at seven, well, as long as if you wake up at seven, the morning routine doesn't change, I'm okay with that. So ultimately, the first thing that we need to talk about is the importance of why a morning routine even exists. 
And for me, why I believe it exists and what I have seen in my own life by doing this practice is that it actually primes my brain or neurology to function a certain way in which I am clear. I am connected to what my goals are that day. I'm connected to myself in the morning and I feel grounded so that I can process through the day, even when something may come up that's unexpected. So understanding that it is a way for us to really balance ourselves before we get into any chaos, especially for people that are going into work. Now, um, you know, I still do my one job and then I have my business and the other job I can't control as much when things shit hits the fan. My business, I can control a lot more. And so I still have levels of unpredictability within my day. But when I am able to ground myself, which is every day, because the fact that I run through my morning routine doesn't matter. Like it doesn't matter if I don't want to show up for it that day or if I do, um, I do the morning routine. It allows me to process that stuff much better and to stay grounded so I can continue to balance my job, my nine to five and my, my business. So understanding that I have that flexibility, but it's all due to the fact that I give myself time in the morning is what really allows me to lean more and more into my morning routine and make it a non-negotiable. Like that's the other big piece here is it becomes a non-negotiable because I know, I 100% know that if I do that morning routine, my day, my outcomes, my accomplishments, everything is going to flow so much better. Progress, motivation, clarity, everything flows for me. And I know when I don't do it, lethargy sets in, uh, negotiations in my own mind set in on, oh, do I need to get that done now or do I not? Um, a lot of more negative traits start to show themselves. None of us are devoid of these. And if we break our habits, if we break our morning routines, we end up seeing kind of old habits come and rear their ugly head. And like I said, the, even the most successful people out there will tell you that this is a battle for them too. They've just made it such a habit that that battle happens less frequency, frequently. And if it does happen, it's easier for them to choose the right way or the right side as opposed to the wrong side. And so that is where this becomes incredibly powerful because you're not always going to win that every day. Um, in the sense of, I will say this, you can win it every day. What I mean by you're not going to win it every day is there are going to be days where you're like, oh dude, man, I don't really want to want to sit there for 30 minutes and meditate today, or I don't want to write in my journal. I want to get to like my day. I want to get to the things I need to get done. Trust me. That's a negotiation I have regularly, but I stop myself, I get back to my breath, and then I get back to my morning routine, knowing that I'm going to be more successful in those things when I finish my morning routine. So making sure that you do that is imperative. But the other thing is, is making sure that it's something that you enjoy. You know, that's a big one because if you don't enjoy the morning routine, it's gonna make it easy for you to break the habits. And so if it's something that you really struggle with all the time and every day is a fight, well, maybe there's some adjustments that need to be made. And the other thing for your morning routine is play with it. 
Like play with it. You're not going to get it right the first time. You're going to probably look at other people's morning routines. You'll probably listen to mine here in a couple minutes. You're going to look at maybe your wife's or your friends and be like, oh, I'm going to try to mimic that. Trust me, I've done those things. It didn't work for me. I had to come up with my own. Now, there are bits and pieces there that are similar, but I had to come up with my own morning routine that I really, really enjoy doing. And so when we uh, try to do something other people are doing and think that we're going to fit a, a square peg into a round hole, that's when we're going to cause a lot of friction with our morning routine and make it easier for our consciousness to negotiate us out of doing that because we're going to be like, Oh, it's just one day. Well, then one day just becomes two days. Two days becomes a week. A week becomes a month, right? So now all of a sudden we have no morning routine. And then the other thing is we're going to be like, well, we're just going to cut this one piece out because we don't have time because we need to get to that. But do you really need to get to that? Or can that actually wait? Can the thing that you're trying to get to actually wait a few more minutes so you can keep every piece of your morning routine together? That's the question. And so giving yourself the ability to understand that there's going to be a struggle with the negotiation, especially at first, and the fact that if you that, that you have the ability to play with the morning routine. You have the ability to massage it to something that really just connects you to you and makes you feel great. So trying out different things and then seeing how your day goes is incredibly powerful and also it's incredibly helpful. Know that you're not crazy, because you're not. I had to do that too. Uh, I've changed my morning routine quite a few times. I finally came to a place where I really love what I've put together and it inspires me every morning and it grounds me every morning. And so that is, that's a big thing for me. So let's get into what I do. So when I get up in the morning, the first thing I do, well, there is a, uh, a get to do for me, which is my animals. I got to take all of them, you know, let them all out. I got to feed all four of them. So that is actually part of my morning routine. And I love it. I say hi to them. I pet them. Um, I give them love. That is part of my morning routine. Now, whether you guys believe that or not, it truly is. Yes. It's a, I get to do it because of the fact that someone has to let them out, but the fact of the matter is, is it's part of my morning routine. First thing I do is take care of all them. Then I'm drinking 30 ounces and 30 ounces is what men uh, need. I think women, it's like 20 ounces, but I drink 30 ounces of water. And in that water, especially my first glass is a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar to help anti-inflammation or to help uh, with inflammation. And then the other is a, um, Essentially, it's a marine, a biomarine um, electrolyte, Quintin, which is spelled Q-U-I-N-T-O-N. Anyways, it's in this little vial uh, and you just pour that into your water and it helps with electrolytes, natural uh, seawater electrolytes, and it helps you to absorb the water better for your body. So the other piece to this, the reason why I do is because it actually flushes out the brain. Your brain is the uh, consumes so much water. I think 70% of it is water. Um, so the, your brain consumes a lot of water and you need to flush that stuff out for the morning and it helps you to get clear, which it helps me to get clear. And I'm well hydrated first thing in the morning. So there's a lot of components to this biologically or physiologically, but also the fact, again, this is my routine. And what I do guys is I set this stuff up at nighttime actually. So part of my night routine is I set my water up. So I don't have to worry about doing this shit in the morning. Cause I don't like to have to do these things. I like to flow through my morning and flow through my routine without any hiccups. So my night routine is part of prepping my morning routine. Just remember that. So some things that you can do or that you're going to throw into your morning routine, you can prep them at nighttime. It's going to be very helpful. 
So as I move through that, then I actually go and I lay on the ground and I do my um, vital swing, which is uh, this little thing that moves my legs back and forth and it helps to move the energy within my body, but it also helps my lower back for my guys out there to have lower back stuff. Vitality swing is what it's called. You can find those on Amazon, a couple hundred bucks, but they're pretty helpful. A good friend of mine, Mike Slemmy, turned me onto that. And after I do my vitality swing, cause it does 16 minutes on the dot, it's already set like the timer. Um, I do 16 minutes of that. And then I do stretching for my lower back for about another 10 to 15 minutes. And that is something that really has helped me because of the fact that I just got lower back shit from all the stuff I used to do in the military. So that's that part of the morning. The next thing is I go and get into my wife and I's Zen Den where I have a little altar set up and on that altar is, you know, my hape and, uh, my candle and I have sage and I have Palo Santo on there and I light the Palo Santo and the sage. And then I allow that just to the, I love the smell. Um, a lot of people in the spiritual world use that stuff for clearing, clearing energy and stuff like that. Uh, whatever you believe, Personally, I, I really love the smell and it's great. And so I use the Palo Santo, I use the sage, I get that going. And then I actually take my my Caripe, which is for Hape. So it's the little blower that you basically can put into each nostril and then you blow the Hape into each nostril. And so I take that out and I do my um, connection and intention for my Hape practice, which is part of my meditation. And so I do that and then I pour the hape in, in my hand, I set my intention and then I scoop that into my Caripe and I put on a meditation playlist that I have that I've created on Spotify. So then I'm sitting there and I blow the hape and then in each nostril and then I meditate for, I mean, it flies by to be honest, it's probably in no less than 30 minutes and it's truly not even by intention. Um, it actually just happens to be that way when I have hape, like my meditations go very fast, but it's actually like 30 to 45 minutes. So I do that. And then I go into my journal after I do my hop and meditation, I get into writing my journal and then I go to my coffee, which I've prepped. Um, I have it on a timer. So it's set for every morning at five 30. And then I prep what's in my coffee mug, which is a blend of mushrooms, mushroom powder. Um, and then sacred seven is what I use. It's got seven different mushrooms in there. You can get that on Amazon as well, but you can also, there's plenty of other great blends out there. I just highly recommend that you make sure that they're organic and well-sourced. You put that in there. That's to help with your brain. Again, helps with focus, clarity, awareness. And I put that in at nighttime with a, um, teaspoon of coconut oil, uh, just organic natural coconut oil and a tablespoon of grass fed butter. So I put all this together and then I pour my coffee in the morning and then I get upstairs and I actually get on to recording a, um, IG reel. And then from there I go into, um, either posting the IG reel or I'll hold off because that's not necessarily part of my morning routine. Just filming it is. Um, and then I get into my government work and then from there, my day is planned out on how I balance between my government work and my business. 
And so that is my morning routine up into recording the reel because I'm very clear in the morning, which is why I know a lot of guys go and work out, which is also great. And to be honest, if I wasn't doing my, my regular nine to five job, I probably would work out at some point in the morning, maybe around like nine or 10. But at the end of the day, I know my body and my brain and I am incredibly, I'm a, such a clear channel in the morning, especially with this morning routine that getting to content, writing my book, um, doing filming other content for YouTube or whatever that for me in the morning is actually the best time. So I get to those things in the morning and I try to do my workouts, not try, I do work out every day, but I try to do them like mid afternoon, but sometimes it gets to late afternoon depending on how my day is. So ultimately that's where I am. That is my morning routine up into doing an IG reel. And that is what helps me to stay on track every day to have a complete alignment and purpose-driven day where I feel very accomplished pretty much every day. And um, it allows me to just make sure that I'm connected to me also before I get into the day. So when things come up, I am able to really tap back into myself, understand that I'm grounded. I can tap back into my breath. I can tap back into my intentions. I can, whatever it is, I can get back to a space. It allows me to get back to a space within me that I've created because of my morning routine. All right, guys. So if you don't have one, come up with something that gets you connected like this connects me, figure out something that aligns with you. Um, a lot of people read books, uh, in the morning, a lot of people will sit with their coffee and read books for 30 minutes, whatever. There's so many different things I have tried that you can do as well. Um, meditating or sitting quietly. If meditating just kind of puts you off, sitting quietly at least and getting with yourself and your thoughts is a great way to do this. Um, you don't necessarily have to transport yourself anywhere like meditation can do, but you can even just get with yourself for a few minutes. Um, like I said, book reading coffee or tea or some form of drink that helps you kind of ground in yourself and collect with you. Um, cacao, that's another really great one. It's a heart opener. Um, and then moving into possibly journaling, possibly, uh, hoppe, possibly, you know, um, writing, writing, uh, an article. If you're somebody who is, is a public figure or you have a website or anything like that, getting first thing, if you're clear in the morning to writing an article, writing thoughts down, um, may not necessarily be a journal, could be something like this. So just thinking about all this stuff, figuring out where you land. Some people it's going outside and getting a nice walk in, right? Like you might be able to do that. Um, maybe walking your dogs in the first thing in the morning is a great one for you. Uh, so just identifying what is important for you, identifying what it is that gives you the ability to tap into yourself and really hold to whatever you create. If you don't hold to it, you're going to lose that number one momentum, but you're also going to lose that connection. So you're not actually really tied into yourself or, um, giving yourself a consistent product every morning that allows you to have more consistency and progress throughout the day. So all right, guys, this is the importance of morning routines. I'm a huge advocate for them. Evening routines, I'm a huge advocate for. We're going to jump into that one as well. And so, yeah, find it, connect with it, make it a non-negotiable, and rip off from there. 
All right, guys, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And as always, if you enjoy the art of masculinity, please hop over to Apple iTunes and Spotify. Give us a five-star review. Let everybody know what you love about the podcast. And truly, truly appreciate you guys for showing up every week, giving yourself this time to really listen to something that hopefully is going to give you some form of upswing in your life, some form of balance, confidence, new information, anything that can really help you. So appreciate you guys so much. Truly, truly do. And as always, remember to drop the ego and stay humble until next time. 